Yes, welcome back to another huge edition of All In, week five, I believe. Uh, we are back bigger, better, and stronger than ever. And uh, without uh, further more to do, Lewis Willoughby, Sky Racing, good afternoon. Yes, it is afternoon to all. Um, what have I got to say? Don't know. Team for the episode. Plenty more winners to be found. Good weekend of racing. Another good weekend coming up. It's been a grand old day here on a Monday. Just keep... Churning out Group One tips for the punters and the dribblers out there, but um, <laughs> no, it's it's good. It's uh, it's really underway now in Sydney, isn't it? Of course, with the two Group Ones we had on Saturday, um, Burn Girl getting rolled. Can maybe touch on that a bit more. Storm Boy was uh, very good, but perhaps not excellent. Best, but maybe that's not what we were expecting anyway. So, lot to dissect as we move into another week. Fantastic. And Dina, you might be able to hear a bit of sound of silence. Hello, darkness, my friend in the background there. Mm. And uh, well, we had a bit of luck last week, but unfortunately, our best all in play and a play that you pushed mm. out to your listeners, followers, viewers, subscribers, OnlyFans page, Alentia, <laughs> didn't turn up. Have you recovered? No, I haven't. And to be honest, there must be an issue. I thought Walla scratched her to go around in the Winona Girl, but she's not even in the nominations for that this week. So maybe there was an actual issue. So maybe I just overplayed it and hammered Chris on socials for no reason. But um, hopefully she's all right. Hopefully she's back in action soon because I think she's out of the Coolmore market as well. But there, there yeah, must love... be an issue because yeah. that, guy, that guy, Walter, was the worst field I have ever seen in my life, like, <laughs> ever. It was yeah. dreadful. Hell hath no fury with greatest respect wins a benchmark 78. Second, actually, in a benchmark 78, now is a group two winner. That was the if you Alentia would have been a dollar one. You think a dollar four for Stormboy was nuts? You wait till Alentia lines up in that race. Oh. So so what you're telling me, Lou, is I can put it down as a winner. Yes. On the Excel spreadsheet. Sweet. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's all it. I know. We won't, we won't eat. The kids don't eat, but it's a winner on your spreadsheet. And that's all that really matters, Dino. Exactly. Uh, it was one of the greatest, uh, would have been one of the greatest all-in players, except for the fact that it didn't turn up. Did draw a mm. gate as well. Uh, quite unfortunate, but I think there was a few there. Um, look, let's just touch on it now before we get stuck into the, the three Group 1 races and a few good races. Uh, how good were the Chooks, Louis? They were great. They were so good. And you know what? It's not that Brisbane were bad, but we, we just suffocated them and it didn't mm. give Brisbane a, t a chance to attack at all. Like, we didn't get to see the 2024 edition of the attacking Broncos. And the one time they did, they actually, uh, well, the two times they kind of had attacking possession, good attacking possession, they scored. So uh, they were probably still pretty good, the Broncos, but we were we were very clinical. And, guys, good. didn't that look good? Doesn't it want to make you get over to Vegas ASAP? When it it really oh, got, yeah. That was unreal. And your thoughts, Mick Ennis? <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> I thought you were good, and you still got a fair few players to come back. I think he was around twenty-one dollars prior to the weekend win the comp. I think we could have chimed in on that. I don't know how we didn't oh, see, but no, you were terrific. Alarm uh, bells a little bit for the Broncos. Our forward pack was um, mm. we got beat up, but you have altered the salary cap, and it looks like you might try alter <laughs> nah, the field size the remaining yeah. season. Look, boys. A bit early, a bit early for wholesale changes uh, for you lot. Just get yourselves home. No more fights in the park, and and you'll be right <laughs> up there at, uh, at Red Hill. All right, let's kick off the new market handicap. Uh, the likely fields came out yesterday. Just have a little read here off of what Trav Newton's done on racing.com here in Paratrees. Opie Bosson, Bella Nipatina, Craig Williams, Espiona, Jai McNeil, Private Eye, no jockey confirmed as yet. Ruthless Dame, 
Damien Lane. Gee, that's a tongue twister. Magic time, Mickey D. Uh, as far as the market goes, gents, uh, Imperatries two fifty, Bronis Notros seven dollars, Espiona seven dollars, Magic time seven dollars. Louis, kick us off with the profile. Your thoughts on the new market handicap? Good race, very good race. In fact, is the new market always any uh, Group One sprint down the straight at Flemington's always great to watch. In secret, won this last year, coming off a surround stakes victory. Uh, the most common profile is second up out of an Oakley Plate or Lightning Stakes. And that is uh, somewhat the way that I'm leading now. My, oh, no, it is there. Good. Okay, yeah, I'm having a three-bit play here because um, I'm getting greedy. I'm getting real greedy. Want to take on Imperatrice uh, for no other reason, but I just think the price. And my three-bit play is going to be this. Espiona at $7, who I thought uh, was huge behind Imperatrice first up hitting the line and we mentioned kind of we were hoping that uh, maybe I thought she'd get up towards that 1500 meter mark and, and miss a few of these sprinters which still may happen after this race uh, but I'm still happy enough to chime in second up Espiona the other two I want to back at a price are both coming out of the Oakley plate and I think they both had very little luck the first of them is Benedetta who's a $15 chance it was so badly held up uh, at crucial stages there around that 300 200 mark when needing to be building momentum to try and catch the two leaders, and it couldn't. Once it did get out, it flashed through the line in amongst that uh, you know, jumble of them who, who, who crossed the line together. And the other one is Sharipa. Uh, there's a chance that the $21 will be similar on the day, if, if not probably a bit further, because obviously lacking the class of an Imperatrice at the top, that's no, you know, I'm not breaking ground to anyone there, but was also in the Oakley Plate sat last. The, temper, uh, the shape of that race was completely against. It flew home through the line. I think back uh, down the straight over 1,200 metres is in its wheelhouse and it could be uh, a blowout chance because we've seen a few blowout chances in this race. You've only got to look to Rock and Horse two years ago who won it at 100 and mm. something dollars. So, yep, I want to be against Imperatrice. It's Espiona, Benedetta and Sharipa for me, Dino. Yeah, I've got no idea what to do in Imperatrice. Uh, she was impressive first up, but then I think the more you dice the race, I think she had every right to probably win by further um, in that sort of race. So... As uh, a complete sit and sprint in the Lightning Stakes, oh, I have to be with Espiona. I thought that was a beautiful kickoff point for her. That was the straightest I've ever seen her go since probably her first couple of starts. Uh, I would be more than happy to take the price her and more than happy to take the price Private Eye um, confirming he's going here. I think he had to adapt first up, no speed in that race, had to go forward and eyeball in Peritrees. I don't think he has to do this second up. Barry's are going to be crucial, but Gano, I'd much prefer to back Espiona at sevens and Private Eye at elevens and take the price uh, in Peritrees at $2.50. 100%. Espiona's like the best all-in play that I've seen this autumn. We're only about four days in, but this carnival. And uh, since all-in started, we should say, five weeks. I'd... It's the best all-in play mm. I've ever seen on Monday, the 4th of March. Correct. That's and the reason why I'm so reserved, Louis, is because Chris is this, this, this could be the third week in a row that Uncle Chris has oh. scratched one on us. <laughs> but I'm pretty confident. I'm send it to the one owner girl. John, yeah, like that'll do me. Do your research before you put this bet on, please, please, please. But if she lines up there and there's a jockey booked, she gets three and a half kilos um, off Imperatrice from last start. She was slightly slow away. She didn't have a horse to bring her into the race off a pretty slow sectional, and she got beaten 0.7. She now gets three and a half kilos swing. I think she's better suited to 1,200. Espiona is better suited to 1,200 yeah. than Imperatrice is. 
and I have genuine concerns over Imperatrice actually beating Espiona and Private Eye here as it is. So I agree with you, Dino. Two horse play, but I think Espiona will beat Private Eye as well. So I'm happy mm. to I'm happy to take the seven dollars. I'm also take a bit of coverage and back at the place to make sure I don't lose in the race. But Espiona is just a fantastic bet there. Anything else to add, lads? Nope. No. Right, let's keep it. the group one uh, racing uh, going. And well, Imperatrice, some will say she's scared. Others will say that she just wants to keep that group one record going uh, down there in uh, Victoria. But uh, the Canterbury Stakes, think about it, $1.60, Pericles, $6, Shinzo, $6, Lady Laguna, $8, Bella Nipatina, 11s, Espiona, 11s. Uh, it looks pretty, pretty thin. Uh, most of those are heading to Victoria. Think about it, it looks far too good, but only $1.60. Dino, what do you do with this race? Uh, you sit back and watch this race and think about it. Probably turns up and wins. Uh, it's unfortunate we don't see the clash, but hey, uh, when you own the superstar, you can do whatever you like with Imperatrice. Uh, his trial was outstanding. Phenomenal trial, but I think about it. That's all you want to see coming back. So, won't be chiming in the price. Wait till race day. You might be able to get a price to back, but I doubt it, Lou. Yeah, agreed. I, um, before I kind of switched on and, and realized what was doing, I identified Bellini Patina at $11 in this, but then obviously it's pretty certain, well, no, I don't know, but I, I think she's going down the straight in the new market. So there's a chance that, what, Bellini Patina comes out of that market, Imperatrice comes out of that market, and then you're left with Pericles and Shinzo, there's a, you know, $1.60, this could get, quite short which i think it would be a bit crazy you don't want it too short you think about it but yeah mm. i um with with the horses to perhaps come out of the uh, espion is another one at 11 dollars it'll come out um so yeah i can't chime into this market good addition to the canterbury stakes though interesting to note that uh only a few first up winners including artorias last year have have won it first up so semi you, you need some race fitness on your side history says but uh, when you're an Everest winner, um, I'm sure you can you can kind of discount history a little bit and lob up here in the field and win. Yep. Do you think they're running scared of this horse, Louis, with Imperatrice? I, I know it's very easy to say, oh, they're just staying in the lane, keeping it down there, keeping it simple. They're, they're both likely, uh, well, he, he'll most, li most likely pick up the group one this weekend. Do you think they're, you think they're running scared or is it just the way it is? No, I think the plan is to think about it to get over, what, a mile, this preparation, isn't it? Mm. Um so mm. 1,300 metres in this race for the end goal is a much better kickoff point than a handicap 1,200 down. Oh, sorry, man. Do, do you think Imperatrice is running scared of, oh, mm, of him? No, I, I think that they're happy to stay in Melbourne at the moment and, and contest a new market. The weight is a little concerning for mm. me in, in, a, in a new market, which I get your yeah. point, maybe they should have come up here. But no, I, I, I don't necessarily mm. think so. Maybe think about it wasn't here... That you can't tell me that this wouldn't have been the best option. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. it still is the best think option, about it, even with him there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. Right. Anyway, mm. doesn't really matter if Butts and Maybe's there. Uh, Rami Guineas, Militarized two fifty, Celestial Legend three fifty, Tom Kitten six dollars, End Cap eight dollars, Immediacy was very impressive down in Victoria fifteen dollars, uh, Les Vampires fifteen, Riff Rocket fifteen. I doubt that horse will uh, be on the quick backup for this. <laughs> All these odds courtesy of Tab. Remember what you could be buying instead. Gamble responsibly, et cetera, et cetera. Dean Watling, Ram at Guineas.
Yeah, interesting. I'm one bet away from banding myself to bet into these three-year-old ranks at the moment. They are doing my <laughs> head in. They're all just taking turns. So, don't know if I'm a lot of help here. I thought it should be the other way around, though. I thought Celestial Legend was so impressive last start. And what I'm looking for now is gaps and margins when these three-year-olds win because... A lot of them are just winning in bunch of finish, which tells me there's not much between them, which I've echoed for the last sort of 12 months. Um, but I think Celestial Legend was outstanding last start and probably should be closer to militarized. Do I want to play now? No, wait for barriers. I don't think there's much juice in this market, Louis. Yeah, I uh, I agree that I'd, I'd probably lean towards Celestial Legend, but I do think the market has it pretty spot on. I mean, mm. you look at what Militarized did it did first up and it yeah, split Fangirl and, and uh, Think It Over, and now Think It Over is a group one winner from the weekend. So that's a very strong form line. Celestial Legend ran away strongly from uh, NCAP Tom Kitten and a few others who wouldn't, you know, mm. put a breath to Fangirl or Think, think It Over. So... Um, yeah, I, but and, and to echo your point there, Dino, though, is that can I take either 250 or 350 about either of them? Probably probably not. But then what, can you take $6 about Tom Kitten to turn the table? No. NCAP $8? No. And then you get to Lay Vampire, who was in that race? No. So, yeah, I'm not sure what to do. I love the Randwick News. It's a, it's a great race, yeah. and it's going to be a good battle between a few of these at the top, but this is a betting show. And if I'm trying to tell you to bet in this race, I would echo Dino and say wait for barriers and see what markets come up later in the week. Yeah, 100%. There's absolutely no bets here at all, and the barriers could uh, could change everything. Two of those horses at the top could draw terribly, and it might invite mm. something else to come in and lead and win, maybe a Waterhouse bot horse. But at this stage, how would you know? And how would you know what the mm. track's going to dish up? Like, let's be honest. Mm. Yep. We didn't do right of the week. We didn't do horses to follow. We will do that, wrap that up at the end of the show, um, fellas. But uh, challenge stakes here. And Dino, there is a horse here, Private Eye, at $1.90 at top of the market. So just a big uh, you know, question mark whether it goes to the new market based off that. But $1.90 Private Eye, remark $4. Passive Aggressive, $5. Aft Cabin, $6. And Mazu, $9 for now, Joey Pride. Louis? Yeah, fascinating. No, no you go down. Know. Go, you go down. My apologies. I just there's one of those um, Ezra Man sort of um, short balls to Joey Marno. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's I was Bakura. I was concussed on the sideline. Not yeah. Um, you were gone in the first few minutes. Exactly. Good races. I wanted to touch on it in the sense of remarks. A bomb thousand meter fresh horse, passive aggressive. Won this race last year, beating. Two really good horses, Eduardo and a couple of others as well. Aft Cabin goes good fresh. And Marzu is in the Joe Pride camp for the first time. So absolutely fascinating. It's a hot week this week. So I think we'll get a dry track. Um, I think, I'm not sure what they do with Private Eye. I hope he doesn't go here because I think there's two great bets. I'd be backing Remark and backing Passive Aggressive. Passive Aggressive jumped out with Imperatrice and a couple of other horses down there in Melbourne. Looked outstanding. Love it fresh. Love a thousand meters for it. So Hoping that Private Eye doesn't go here, Lou, and I'd be more than happy to back Remark at $4 and Passive Aggressive at 5 Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to play in this race as well. I'm going to mention the other one in the market that you didn't back, so I'll back Aft Cabin, who I think mm. I, I love to see that this is the only race it's lobbed up for on, on the weekend. It's not entered in, in, in a new market or anything like that, uh, and its trials have been unreal. The latest one over the longer trip, over the 1,030 or, or something like that, which it won, I thought was really strong. I know it's another one who Brody Nixon identified, and he does a lot of trial work, and he thought this was flying. And at $6, for what we know it can do, uh, I think is a great price. My little concern on passive-aggressive, obviously failed to get in foal. They brought it back, brought it back for another preparation. Mm. 
it's a long time between runs. It hasn't been seen since May in the, in the Adelaide Carnival last year, so it's going to be first up for a while. And Remark, well, what what horse are you going to get on the day with Remark? Mm. You know, you could you could get a feeding superstar, or you could get the one that lobs up and, and and just kind of cats it again. It's a bit it's a bit King's Gambity, isn't it? There's mm. so much there, but just you don't know what you're going to get on the day. Mars are really interesting. And then, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, private ISP, only the other two are, are unlikely to be here. Good little good little race this is going to be between uh, at least three, if not four of them, uh, and I'll side with Aft Cabinet $6. Fantastic. All right, fellas, the top and the stakes for the two-year-olds. This is a really, really intriguing race. Here. Yeah, no. yeah, mate. Just quickly back to the challenge stakes, sorry. I privatise in the market. Really high, just thinking about it, really highly unlikely. It goes 1,000 metres and stays at 1,000 metres, second up. Mm. Surely they go up in trip. Mm, so. Yeah, just thinking about it for the punters. It's yeah, yeah. Well, it's a dollar ninety. So I'm just thinking it's a great edge to bet into that market because I can't understand or see so how probably, it goes there. Probably just for those punters, you, instead of instead of having your your play on the win for those two horses, mm. maybe double your stake for the place. Yep, and then that way, sure. you know, like you've got you're going for the same very similar result. And if mm. Covado doesn't go there, well, you could pretty much go join the queue now. How's that sound? Mm. Yep. And if he does go there, you've still a chance for running top three. Um, mm. Right, lads, Tobin Stakes, huge, huge addition here. And somehow the former uh, second favourite of the Golden Slipper now seems to be on the drift after doing not a whole lot wrong. Switzerland is on the third line of betting. On top, Espionage, 350, straight charge, 350, Switzerland, 450. Shangri-La Express comes out of the same race as Switzerland. $8, Bodyguard, 11 and longer the rest. Louis, you can have the new ball for this one. Uh, I've officially given up with the two-year-olds. I hate it. I <laughs> Year after year, I just keep getting it wrong. I backed Bold Bastille. It all shits the bed. I backed Graham for the Golden Slipper. It's all gone as well. I just, I can't, I can't hack it anymore with two-year-olds, so... Uh, in which case, I'll be bothering up here on Bodyguard at eleven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like Bodyguard. I think it's I think it's a good horse and maybe one that would interest me at that price. But That's yeah, Dano, I, I, over to you, Dano. You're you uh, you can take the take the hit up here with the two year olds. Yeah, I'll tuck it under the arm, knees up, elbows out. Uh, great race. A uh, little bit to play out here. Holmes the court, uh, King of Russo, amazing. He'll there to nominate for the Black Opal, which is on the Sunday, as well as the Canberra Cup. Um, there's not much between the top two in the market, Espinage and Straight Charge. I thought they were both equally as good each other. We're at Ramwick. We've got to remember that. Rail's going to be out three metres, so that's key compared to a slipper and compared to first up around Rose Hill. I think the one the market's missed, Switzerland, Gano. I thought it was great last start, adapted to it. I just think it screams, get me a little bit of tempo, bigger field, and it can run on. I don't think it should be $4.50 in this market. Do I want to play? Not too sure about that, but I think the first three in the uh, race are proper horses, Gano. Yeah, we'll know more after Saturday afternoon. If I had to have a bet here, force my hand, $4.50 Switzerland is the bet. I'm with you, Dino. But I do think that the top four in the market, um, any of those could run in the top yeah. two in the slipper. Like it could be any of those. Shangalar Express, Switzerland, Straight Charge, Espionage, any of them could. Um, and moving f moving beyond the slipper, Espionage of the horse, it does interest me um, for, for the 14 and 1600 meter uh, features yep. as well. But uh, tough race. Switzerland currently the bet. Righto, best all-in plays. I'm going to kick off. I've got one for you in the Newcastle Stakes. If you have a good look around, you'll be able to find $34, a horse by the name of Zyrek. $34 a win, $9 a place. Uh, 
have had it confirmed this afternoon that they're looking to go there. <laughs> Obviously, lots mm. lot plays out. This is all in. This is all in plays. But uh, got to turn up and got to go around, as we know, Dino. But uh, that's, mm-hmm. that price is that price is big enough to have a few dollars each way and still get a very very decent result. Louis, what's your best all in play of the week? Well, I'm going to go with those three in the new market that I mentioned. So sorry to who, whoever's writing up the graphics. Bit of work cut oh, out of here. boy. Yep. Well, you boys, sorry, brother. I have given you five. Over time. So this is this is on the underside of what I can do. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Sharupa, Sharupa, Benedetta, and uh, Espiona in the new market. Beautiful, Louis. I'll get you to text oh. those to me so I can let. Yeah. Louis know. <laughs> yeah. Dino, what are your best all in plays? Oh, my best all in play. The new market Espiona. She's my best all in play of this week, week five of the show. Super hey, tough. just just quickly before we move on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and this is a bit stupid because I know that I said that I was I'm off the two year olds, but oh I didn't God. mind. I didn't mind having a bet size produce stakes in in Melbourne on Saturday. Traffic Warden, I thought was pretty good in um, the Blue Diamond and its second favourite behind mm. Stay Focused at four fifty. So I'd be having a bet on, on unbelievable stuff. I didn't bother going <laughs> to the race because you've penned them. <laughs> Sweet. So yeah, out there, there just put a line for. Put a line for a traffic warden. Stay focused. Yeah, it's gone, yeah. Sorry, James. <laughs> Cannot win. Yeah. Um, right, oh, lads. Uh, right of the week, Nasharilla for me. I think he was very, very yep. good um, yeah, on uh, Think It Over. And clearly the right of the week for me. Anyone else have any other rides of the week? Um, Blake Shin on a tissue. Phenomenal ride. Probably not as good as Nash's, but um, a close second. Yeah, good ride on a track that, you know, wasn't suiting horses back and beyond. So yep. he, he did well to get nice and close there where he needed to be. Uh, horses that you can absolutely pen. Well, gee whiz, I want to see King Colorado do it again. Yep. Uh, before I back him uh, ever again. So at least, at least see him get the head down. Uh, horses to follow. How about poor old Steffi Magnetica? Just, yeah, no. just can't get one going that good. I, just can't get one. The problem is I spoke, I spoke with Brody Nixon on Sky One this this morning about this steffi magnetic is deep into a prep now i think next yeah. start could be fifth or sixth up i think mm. now with other horses who are going to be second and third up i think that just might have been the one that unfortunately yep. slipped away a little bit now too deep into a preparation it was a great run though we'll see but um, she's a good horse you might be able to give her a yeah, quick spell yeah, and send yeah, it to brisbane yep. for a group brisbane, one, you know? yep absolutely adelaide Bjorn is good at getting horses to stay up though that's one of his yeah that's true but I agree. I think oh, I'd love to Good see Good race like to it. follow that. Good race to follow. Yep. yep. And uh, well, speaking of yeah, horses to follow, mine both coming out of that race. I thought Tudor Levita was terrific and so was yeah. Roll, uh, on Roll on High. I think, yeah, Ooh. Binary uh, sort of Oaks set up or beat that New Zealand mare that's going to come over probably towers them up. But I thought they were two. And then one out of the English sprint, uh, sprint Robrick, was really good as well. Yeah, Four, second. Hey, can I give you one to pen? Uh, a uh, com- controversial one perhaps? Yep. He is uh, learning to fly. I think this is. I'm. I'm not sure what I'm missing. I thought had a good run first up and was no good. Had a good run on Saturday and was weak. People are saying the shifty ground, blah blah blah. I think has lost a lot of turn of foot, unfortunately, perhaps due to that injury, and has mm-hmm. now been rolled twice well in the market. I'm. I yeah. I can't see what I'm. I'm missing here. I'm, people are still forgiving it, and I don't know why. I think the other reason you could forgive that horse is just purely being second up. I don't think because they had every mm. possible chance on Saturday. Mm. 
and was she good turns first, up third was up. good enough first up. So she turns up if she turns up third up, completely gone. But I'm with you, yeah. Lou. You wouldn't want to be taking a short quote again. That's for sure. On no, you can't. No way. No. Righto, boys. Uh, anyone got any plays? Any midweek specials uh, for us? Anything at Campbell on Tuesday or uh, or, or Wednesday? We're at the uh, at the farm on Wednesday, I believe. Do you know? I haven't got one for Wednesday. I've got one for Tuesday, though. Um, if I just bring it up, a starter for the Hawks camp race four, number two, Barassi. Um, I think the favorite will come out, Darling Downs, and Barassi looks like a nice three-year-old gelding gray, should map well gate three, and should get the best part of the track. So race four, number two at Campbell Grange on Tuesday. Beauty. Louis, anything for the uh, for the team? Yes, I'll go to Wednesday. Um, uh, race one at Sandown. Number four, Gilmore for the Snowden team. And Blake Shin went to the Valley first up, ran third behind End Journey in a benchmark seven. He was really good. Second up, previous winner. Drawn barrier four, no odds yet, but it finds a pretty small and very winnable field. So hoping it won't go up too short. A uh, chance it could, but we'll see. Yeah, race one, number four. Super stuff. I've got nothing yet, lads, but I will post something in the comments, in the YouTube comments. If you want any of my stuff, head to thegreattipoff.com. Search me, Gannon. You want to catch Louie, The Morning Lion, Sky uh, Racing, and anything else, Louie? I saw you doing the trots the other night. Oh, yeah, I was out at Manangle on uh, Saturday night for Group 1 Chariots of Fire. First night you, you would have had to leave Friday morning to get out there. Hey, you want to talk about when I left? How about getting home? I like, And I loved it. It was a great night and a, and a yeah. really good night of harness racing. And, and next Saturday is going to be massive with the Miracle Mile. But... The last race was scheduled at 11.15. Our broadcast finished at 11.30 or more or later. I, I didn't get over to 1 a.m. Unbelievable. Another way to get beat. It's a standard. Lucky you, you paid half a million. That's the... oh, half a million. You can take a lot off that. Um, but seriously, I think they need to have a think about scheduling. Like, if you want to get people to the track, especially for harness racing, yeah. it should that be one of your great aims. You can't be having the last at 11.15. And it was, a, it was a feature race. It was Heat 3, the New South Wales Derby. Like, you, oh. anyway. Anyway, trip out. Dino. Red Bulls after that, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Dino, uh, dmonline.com, where you get all your stuff, mate. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, you're in good form, lads. Uh, love your work. Leave your comments. Let us know who's going to win the... What race should we go? The new market? Yeah. Let us yeah, know the new market this week. This, this week. Are you with Team Imperatrice or do you think Espiona can get the job done or do you have something out wide? Uh, mm. Until next week, uh, tell you what, we we'll, might have a little bit of a chat about the Golden Slipper next week and see if we can find the winner there and, and some value as well with two weeks out for that. Right, lads, uh, it's been a pleasure. Bye for now. Always good. Cheers.